from the new Lionel Beaver Studios in the comfy confines of Northern Ontario. It is the Star Wars Commonwealth Plus Roundtable. And uh, this is our New Year's Eve 2020s over. Like it or not, I know it was a great year for a lot of people, but you know, we got we gotta move forward, people. We have to move forward. But we're here to help you. Uh, but I'm not alone. I'm going to introduce my uh, roundtable real fast, uh, all the way from San Diego, California, which is might as well be the moon compared to where I'm sitting in Northern Ontario, Canada. Uh, Andre from the San Diego Sabres. Say hi, Andre. Good morning, everybody. And of course, I, I, I'm, I have to have my Canadian friends. I have to have one on the left coast. Um, my good friend, Rob Williams. How you doing, Rob? Generation X-Wing podcast represented again. Hello there. How are you guys? Very good. Thank you. And of course, I've... I, I knew Kyle was on, so I'm wearing my Expos hat. So uh, Kyle from Tumbling Saber, he needs no introduction. How you doing, Kyle? I'm good. I'm good. I, I appreciate the nod. I saw the hat on the head, and I was like, first of all, you saved me the glare. Second of all, you give me some Expos love. I love yes. it. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, it's there's a couple things you're gonna you might hear something about a drive-in in '77, and you might see a Lobot impression. That's kind of the new. <laughs> if you're playing the round table bingo card, that's. That's what you got to check off. And of course, this is awesome. Um, the, the maker is with us. He, one of the founding members of our original network, the founding member of Talk Star Wars, which is this roundtable is still a part of. Um, Mark Godsiff, all the way from the UK. Welcome, Mark. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's such a pleasure to be with you awesome guys once again. Well, we we um, just thank you for coming on. And uh, for those in the know, um, we Mark and I we used to do a lot of stuff together. We did a comics podcast through Talk Star Wars. Of course, the roundtable was started out on Talk Star Wars. The um, we did a celebration together. We got a lot of history. We just because you you left Talk Star Wars doesn't we mean we fell out of touch. This isn't like oh I haven't seen you in three years. No, we've it's. It just, we weren't podcasting, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I'm now referring to myself as a recovering podcaster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've clearly fallen off the wagon for this uh, this hour. Well, we appreciate it. Um, I think. And, and Rob Cass, the pusher man, he just keeps yeah, drawing you it. back in. I have more. Just, just one visit, just one visit. Yeah, I have more podcasts. Um, how do I say this politely? Virginities? Um, in my. <laughs> Because I think uh, there, there's a few of them that went on to start podcasts on this in this group. I know uh, uh, Retroate Podcast. There's a, there's a guy on there. He when he started out, he was first words were on this ads. Night of the Commonwealth. First words were over a podcast. We're on this show. So it's it's something. It's it's like it's like almost like being being like a dead mother. Like it's like you take these little hatchlings and you, you just they 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 come on and they're timid and scared and then they go out and they. Yeah, definitely, definitely not a dealer, Rob. Definitely a not a, a dealer, den, no. a den mother. <laughs> Just call it as it is, Rob. You're a kingmaker. <laughs> no, yeah. that's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's let's get. Uh, we try to keep this nice and tight to an hour because we have got a big, a full roundtable uh, this time around. We had a lot of announcements come out. I think we might save a little bit. Uh, let's save our comments on uh, there was a, an appearance by some guy on the Mandalorian. I don't know. I, we'll, we'll save that till the end, but uh, we got a lot of stuff that's been announced. Uh, a lot of stuff was just dropped on us. I'm going to throw it to, let's say Kyle first out of everything that's been announced, even just the last month, 
what's tickling your fancy in the Star Wars world? Oh boy. Um, I almost want to say just pick something out of a hat and I'm excited. I'm excited for all of it, basically. The, but the things that have me revved up the most, I would have to say, I'm going to go with the, the the Rogue Squadron movie from Patty Jenkins, just because that came out of left field. So that just caught, caught me square in the jaw. And I, I'm stoked to see what she's going to do. Other than that, Ahsoka, one of my favorite top three Star Wars characters of all. So that's right up on the list. And of course, Kenobi, who doesn't want to see Ewan McGregor back in that role with Hayden Christensen. Uh, so those are the three that really have me revved up right now. But I think on top of that, it's just the something like the Acolyte has me most intrigued, if I can make that distinction. Okay, um, let me let me rephrase the question then. Is uh, what's what's what are you least looking forward to as far as these new? And again, I'm not trying to. Be, this is a positive podcast. I'm not trying to poo poo anything. For me, you know that the the news about the Bad Bunch. It's like it was cool in the Clone Wars, but is is it something I want? I'm like I'm sure. I wasn't sure about the Mandalorian when they announced it. So, but now I, I, yes, they, they apparently they know what I want. Um, is something like that with you? Is there anything? The, I, th- I guess just by default, the, the, the bottom rung of the ladder would be occupied by a droid story. I'm still going to watch it and probably Shame really enjoy you, it. <laughs> they should have the same theme song they did back in the droids. That sting sounding song. Oh, oh no. dear. Oh, that's, that was the best. Hey, hey, hey. hey. If, if for those watching live, oh, you can't see it. It's behind my light. There's an animation cell of three C-3PO nice. from oh, the droids. Nice. So, um, and also I'm an astromech builder. So Kyle. Is to, he in the room? Is he there? He's upstairs. Oh. I wasn't, I, I know. What's your Avenger to Sith? Yeah, he is actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when my worms. kids get sick, I can put them in the corner of their room and they can just watch them, make sure no worms come in and, and, and eat my kids. So, um, so Kyle, so the astromech is just, or the, the sorry, the astromechs, um, the, the droid stories. Uh, I haven't heard anything, I haven't heard much other than just the splash title. Like, is there something, um, is it going to be like, oh, here, this episodes about r5 and this episode's about well i guess that's part of it is because there's so little info about it that what is there really to get excited about other than it's a story about droids and a new hero i'm not sure if it's animated or live action i I think it's animated but i don't know i mean there's just it feels like they're just they've got a a wedge of lemon it's been squeezed and they're going to squeeze a little more out of it on the on the flip side i'll be happy to hear anthony daniels back one more time at least one more time so there'll be stuff to pull out of it for sure. And it's probably going to be a riot. I'll watch it with my kids. They're probably going to love it to death and I'll probably be pleasantly surprised. So that's, that's where I like to keep it. Uh, expectations low. Yeah. And that way when it happens, I'll go, Hey, that was, that was worth it. I think, uh, I think that's exactly what happened with, uh, I'm not going to spoil anything with the, with wonder woman. Hmm. Um, when that came out originally, Patty Jenkins is like, Oh, what has she done before? I don't know. I'm not familiar. And then who's this Gal Gadot? I don't, I don't. And then it's like, wow, this movie's fantastic. And then the bar was raised so high that even though Wonder Woman 84 was, was it, it's, a, it's a great comic book movie. It just, there's no way you can clear it. It's one of those things where it was like, when we first see it, it's like, oh, this is, we have no expectation. I mean, uh, we could say that with Phantom Menace. There was a lot of expectation with Phantom Menace. You mean like that bar? What? Really? Yeah. No. All right. It's going around the table. Andre. What are your thoughts? A lot of new stuff coming out. Um, um, I'm obviously excited by Ahsoka um, that she is currently 
yeah, top three uh, Star Wars character for me because of all of them, she's had the most screen time and best character development. Um, so I can't wait to see what that produces and how that links back with Mandalorian and the other stories. Um, I I'm actually kind of more excited about Acolyte. A, it's it's in it's set in a end of a high republic, so they have no timeline constraints. I, I'm getting either a Sith or Force magic vibe from it, um, and that excites me. That that that, that kind of takes you away from the 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 fundamentalism of of Jedi type mentality. So you it there's a lot of possibility for creative creativity and and uh, storytelling. Um, least favorite or least excited about is probably Andor. I'm, I'm droids. It's going to be fun. I, I expect it to be, you know, written for a third grader and on a, on a Saturday morning, I'm, I'm right there. Um, but, uh, Andor it's it, because it, you know, his, his finale point, you kind of, uh, limit your story options, I think. I mean, they've if if they can tell the story well, I'll be excited. I, I, any more lore and backstory, I, I I love. But by putting you, you're having finality to the character already in a, a limited time spectrum, it just kind of right feels feels stunted or or or, or uh, handicapped. Right. Exactly. No. I know. I I hear. You. I hear. You. Rob Williams. Thoughts? Is there a? Oh, uh, I was I was nodding my head when you said Andor. That's my least favorite. I have no desire to see that. I probably will. Just Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars fan. But um, <clears throat> okay, give me another Star Wars show. But I mean, I still like the holiday special. But it's Andor is just the character. I fi- I found boring. I did not. I'm one of the few that did not like the movie, but the, I do put a part of the blame on myself on Rogue One because of my expectations going in. I do put part of the blame on Star Wars and the trailers for hyping up something that did not exist. But um, yeah, sorry, I don't mean to get negative, but Andor is my least favorite. And um, I'm just not into that sort of thing. Uh, Droid Story, you mentioned Droid Story. I was like, Tales of the Sandcrawler was a book that should have been written after Tales of the Canteen and Tales of uh, of the... Java's palace. And I was always thinking there's some great stories of how those droids got into that sand crawler. So this idea that you're saying, again, I'm putting my hopes up, but ideas of hearing about R5D4, how did he get to what happened after, you know, he ends up in Mandalorian, right? And it's just all these droid stories of things would be really cool. And I can see C3PO being the narrator and being the storyteller like he does in, in Jedi. So that'd be kind of cool. Lando looks cool. I like the the style of Lando. I'm curious to see where, if what time it is, whether it's just um, whether it's after after Return of the Jedi, before Return of the Jedi, after before Solo. What's going on? I would really like to see what's going on with that one, and who's going to play Lando as well. Uh, my buddy Anil, um, my co-host, had a great idea about him being the storyteller. Yeah. I tell, I'd really tell you the story about uh, you know, and just go on and on about some sort of droid that he hooked up with. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, top it all, I, I think uh, Soka would be is going to be great. But on my list, above everything else, is uh, Tales of Boba Fett. Uh, sorry, uh, the Book of Boba. Um, I'm that surprised me at the end, oh, yeah. and not just because the fact that Reese is alive. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go on to. Have I ever told you the story about Reese? Mm-hmm. Um, the fact I saw him there just made me excited alone. But this also as a big Return of the Jedi fan, um, seeing some of these characters return, like uh, 
like Tasik the Corn, a bit of, um, you know, saw a bib return. Maybe we'll see more Bosk and Dengar. What mm-hmm. happened after that whole sail barge thing? What, um, you know, there's a story that needs to be told there. And obviously, Boba, how the heck did he get out yeah. of that pit? And so him, it's it's like a, I mentioned this on one of my videos, uh, it's like a Disney version of The Sopranos. And I'd like to see what's going on mm. with all this. And then we could probably see, and we got Ming-Na Wen oh, yeah. in any show, any show. It's just, it's, it's magic. Yeah. So She's amazing. Yeah. And did, and yeah. did Bib Fortuna discover carbs? I, <laughs> oh, did he ever? <laughs> well, the whole, remember the, uh, the book, he, he was supposed to have his, I know it's not canon anymore. He's supposed to have his brain taken out and put inside those Bomar monks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hang around the palace as it's, it's a, church again uh, or monastery and so obviously that story doesn't exist unless unless he got out and he's like what you been doing with my body at least work it out <laughs> put it back in the skull but um yeah I'd, I'd be very curious to see the whole story of how it happened yeah. so we might get a flashback they can't get rid of a lot of these costumes they've made they got a reuse costume now they've got a test they got tons of corn costumes they, they they got all these sort of things. So I can see them reusing these these costumes and reusing the Bib Fortuna a little bit uh, kind of before and after mm-hmm. sort of thing. So excellent. Uh Mark, same question going around. What do you again there's a lot to choose well, from. Any and the, there is. Um Ahsoka is obviously high on my list, if not the top, because of the name drop she had in the Mandalorian, which I'll try not to spoil yeah. just in case. I don't know what we're doing with spoilers in that regard. Yeah. Um, and where that show is pointing. So definitely Ahsoka. Yes. Um, Obi-Wan, of course, because that's that has been on my wish list for years, even before this was being discussed, I was hoping for a movie. Um, but I think just to, I'm not trying to be contrarian, but Andor has really caught my imagination. And there's a couple of things I know the guys have said it's maybe, you know, you know where An- uh, Cassian's story goes and, Maybe it's not the most original thing to dip into that character's pre-story. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something I picked up in some of that footage that there's a character that's being deliberately obfuscated in that trailer that we saw, that teaser. In some of the boards, the design, the art design behind some of the talking heads mm. are being fogged out, defocused. So that's caught my imagination. I want to know who, it's a, it's a woman by the looks of things. I want to know who she is and what her role is in this. And I know we know what's happening to Cassian, but as with most um, characters where you know that their their end destination, their final destination, Mm -hmm. or the fact that they're impervious like Superman, some of the best things you can do is introduce a supporting character who they care about and make those the the character that's at risk. So this, this woman that's on the artwork that they're trying to keep from us, I'm dead keen to see who that that is and where this story goes. I think she might be the person that we're really watching during Andor. Okay. People know how the Titanic ended, but yeah, it's still grossed out millions and millions of dollars because of the story that led up to yeah. it. So yeah, 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 exactly. And um, I think from a, just a just to end, just to top it all off for myself, it would have to be um, what do I want, Ahsoka. Just, just I think that's one of those ones. It's it, because it's it. We I've watched it for my adult life. That's kind of a weird thing because I've been with all these characters from day one. But yeah. uh, as as those at home playing the roundtable bingo, I saw the uh, original Star Wars at a drive-in theater in 1977 with my parents. But anyway, 
Um, I just had to get that out. But the so I think out of uh, Kenobi, Ahsoka, yeah, they're they're tops. But and again, it's so hard. It's just gonna be. It's almost like splitting hairs. I don't I have no idea what what's gonna be my favorite. Obviously, I have an I affinity for the for the droids that are coming. Out. I'll be watching that. I'm a little leery because of the original adaptation of the droids cartoon back in the 80s but we had a holiday special a long time ago and they redid that and the new ones i mean as charming as the first one was <laughs> whipster whip uh, but the, the new one is actually it is really the lego one is fantastic so um i, I, I i'm not what happened before isn't going to scare me off but again i think the bad batch i just I don't know. It was in the Clone Wars. I thought that it seems in hindsight, it seems like they're in that Bad Batch bunch or batch was in there knowing what was going to happen. They had something else lined up. So they had to create a, like a little bit of history, like, cause they had limited episodes on, on the return of Clone Wars. Do we need that in there? They could have done a, a lot more, but now we know in hindsight, well, maybe, yeah, they wanted this little story arc because it's going to eventually spin off and do, their own show. So I, I'm not poo-pooing it. I'm just uh, out of everything. It's kind of like this big star Wars buffet right now. You mean the bad batch is like the broccoli. It's like, Oh, I'm sure I'm going to put some on my plate. Absolutely. But I'm not going to let it take, you mean the, 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 you mean the, the chicken balls or the shrimp or yeah, no, no, no. I'm not going to, I'm not going to steer anything else away because of it. I'm very curious about uh, when the bad batch, if they, the order 66 moment. I'm wondering what the situation is with that is. And I'm wondering if that is how things are started because, uh, do they have the chip? Are they immune to the chip? What, what's going on with that? So that's my biggest curiosity out of that one. That, uh, hopefully that's the primary storyline or part of the storyline at the beginning. That's what I'm hoping for. Is it a, has it a, just a mini series? Is it like going to be a, a, a repeating series? What I is it? I don't remember reading that. Hmm. I just, uh, animated. That's, what I am. Yeah, well, and yeah. they've got Fennec is going to be in it, at least, That's at least right, for yeah. an episode or two yeah. or something, make an appearance. So that kind of interests Actually, you. Uh, for the nerds here, uh, which is all of us. <laughs> um, so Fennec Shand, uh, let's 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 uh, backtrack a little bit to um, episode seven. The, with the um, there's a bunch of uh, criminals who come take over Han's ship. Uh, there is the um, those guys with the circle faces. And then there is um, another group. Uh, there's a Shand in there. Is there isn't there a, a criminal whose last name is Shand? Yeah. One of the, um, not the Guavian death gang, the other guys, Kanji yeah. club. Kanji yeah. club. Thank You're you right, very Rob. much. There yeah. is somebody whose last name in that group is Shand. I just I think nothing's by accident on that. It's hard. Yeah. I, I tend to think that nothing happens by accident in star Wars at that level. Mm. That yeah. name was selected for a reason. Who knows? Just curious. Just curious because that, that could be his son, her son eventually over time. So, yes. and maybe Boba's son, maybe they have a, ch I would love child and those <laughs> moves on and everybody in the whole world is related to each other. So. Yeah. That's a baby from the robo womb. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what What's it is. It's about? built there. It's, it's the incubation thing right inside there. It just, it's the new version. You update it. That was so. the only misstep in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. I couldn't figure out how it all worked, but you know, Star Wars. Yeah. Maybe they do like a, a mini Camino in there and just have a bunch of baby <laughs> bobas still coming out. Just that's what they do with the with the clone guy they got off the ship. They go, oh, I got another job for you, by the way. I want to create another mini me. So <laughs> 
All right. Okay. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm just going to let this be known to everybody out there because there's a few things I want to touch on and there's stuff we have to talk about. If you have not seen season two of The Mandalorian, as much as I hate to do this, go away. <laughs> because it's, I, and if it hasn't been spoiled for you already, Good on yeah, you. No Holy like yeah, what, what crave are you living in? <laughs> yeah, you are you're definitely not on social media. You're not watching this on Facebook. You're not any near any around any Good of job. us. So uh, okay, so here on out, we can go ahead, spoil a bit. Um Great. I'm gonna, not gonna I'll let somebody else touch on that last little bit how they ended. You may know it's weird, but anyway. Um <laughs> do you I've seen where I've seen a bunch of memes where they're saying, I mean you see the one with JJ Abrams saying you can't please everybody like the OT crowd and the prequel and the, and the, and the sequel crowd. And these John Favreau's like, or hold my beer. Um, yeah. Those moments, this is happening. What we wanted as OT fans or what I wanted, I'm just going to just, I'm not going to speak for everybody. I wanted what happened after Jedi, right? Again, because that's where I left off. Um, I wanted to know what happened after Jedi. Uh, and then the only thing I had after Jedi was a Throne trilogy. And now, yeah. what name pops up five years after Jedi? Mm -hmm. Thrawn. You know what I mean? Um, and now we have this new character, Ahsoka, that's sprinkled in. And that's, you know what I mean? So that's awesome. And of course, there's links to Ezra and Sabine and all that other stuff. So basically what we're having is what we wanted as OT fans. And again, with the Thrawn trilogy in the early nineties, because that was the only thing we had. Yeah. It's like, that's a lot of us craved it. So now we're getting five years after Jedi. Um, what's happening with Luke? What's happening with the Jedi order? What's uh, now you're getting hints of Thrawn and everything else. It's like, basically somebody was listening to, I, to me, I guess I don't know. Like again, and I'm I like I like the sequel trilogy. I got nothing wrong. If you're gonna put out a new Star Wars show or Star Wars movie, I don't have to love it. But I'm not gonna go online and poo poo it. The Resistance Arc uh, animated series wasn't for me, but it's not like I'm gonna. You mean scorch the earth because they made something that Rob Cast disagrees with? Like it's or or doesn't or doesn't is it entertained by or is it even made for someone a 47 year old white guy from Sudbury, Ontario? Like, like, so I, you know what I mean? Like, again, I'm venting at. It was in their mission statement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was in the opening crawl. Oddly uh, <laughs> specific. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rob, stop watching. What did, you, what did you do at Celebration, Rob? Who did you upset? <laughs> so, which one? Um, so, I, basically, and, but now I'm seeing this Mandalorian. It's got that old school look. It's filmed very similar. We're getting a lot of the, uh, there, there's fan service everywhere. Uh, even 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 the Rees fans are excited. Well, the Rees, sorry, the, a correction. The Rees fan, They're not in the room. <laughs> no, it's me and Ben. Oh, Both yes, me yes. and Ben from Skyhopper. <laughs> <Yeah, it's laughs> Ben's the love is notorious. Yes. Oh, and yeah. of course, the reveal at the end. Um, I'm sure most of us saw this coming, but uh, yeah, Luke Skywalker making an appearance as a Jedi Knight. So around the horn, I'm going to throw it to Kyle first, just because keep things in order. Um, so what do you, what are you thinking of this new Star Wars, Luke Skywalker, Thrawn? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like they've built themselves almost an MCU style universe on the Disney plus mm -hmm. side of things where they've left, they've planted lots of different seeds for them to explore. And the way I'm thinking of it, I, I think Lucasfilm with in tandem with Disney has sort of evolved what their plan is. Whereas, you know, going, we've just celebrated the eighth year of Disney taking over. 
And so uh, I think originally, of course, they had, you know, Disney Plus was not really a thing in their brain at that time. Uh, so everything was about theatrical releases. And eventually now we are in 2020, moving out of it. And it's all about Disney Plus and how are we going to populate this platform? And so I, they've, I think they've evolved from, let's, we can now space out our movies because we don't know what the hell we're doing uh, post episode nine. We don't know what direction to take this. We don't know. It seems like theatrical fans want two separate things. And how do you make that a coherent thing for a theatrical release? So, okay, let's put that aside for a minute and let's just mine the hell out of Disney Plus and let's give them all kinds of stuff. Uh, let's, let's talk about Luke. Let's throw in Grand Admiral Thrawn. Let's bring Ahsoka back into the mix and let's build this all. It seems like with Ahsoka and with Mandalorian, Rangers of the New Republic, which we didn't mention before, but that's part of it. It seems like they're doing this MCU style buildup towards uh, a confrontation with Thrawn and his forces perhaps, uh, which might lead us closer to the sequel trilogy and the First Order Origins. That's kind of where my head's at. I'm excited for that. I'm always one to say, like, I want to go forward. I want to see what happened after Rise of Skywalker. I want to I go past all this stuff. I don't want to worry about the backstory and the lore, the details. But it seems like Star Wars fans almost split down. I want the backstory of the lore, the details, the checkmark, the boxes. I want, to, I want that info and pushing ahead. Uh, but I'm, I'm an easy mark. <laughs> I will take it all. I, you know, I'm an, a bottomless hole when it comes to Star Wars content. So bring it all on. Uh, I'm excited for all of it. And especially now that they've, they've fleshed it all out. It seems like to me that this might be where it's headed. I, I, I gotta agree with you, but also, yeah, I, and again, I'm by wars. I I'm also a, a big Star Trek fan and what people wanted most when the reboots are happening, and everything else It's like, no, what happens after when Voyager finished? What's next? Yes. Like everybody was like, yes, I get it. Kirk. Yeah. He was awesome. Okay, cool. Whatever. It was just, you know what I mean? It was, it's, it's almost that same sentiment. We're like, let's push forward a little bit here, even though there's lots to be mined, but there's lots to be done. And, but it's just, it's, it's sound, it's, it's, it just give us something. Tell us, we want to turn the page on the story. Right. You know I mean? and, the, the, the biggest, sorry. sorry the, the, I mean, the biggest uh, analogy I can come up for it is, is we've got a, we've all these 40 years, we've had a puzzle. And we put the puzzle together. And then after episode or after Return of the Jedi came out, the puzzle was complete. And then the prequels came around and we said, oh, it's not complete. Actually, we built the bottom half of the puzzle. So now we're going to build the top half of the puzzle. And then Disney took over. Turns out, oh, we, we didn't have that at all. So you got to redo the puzzle and fill it in again. And it seems like with every announcement, we're, the same puzzle is just being reorganized. We're rebuilding the edges of the puzzle and then filling it in again. What, I, what I'm hoping for at some point is to say, this puzzle is now complete. And you push it to the side and say, take the box, empty the pieces on the floor. We're building a new puzzle. It doesn't connect to that one. Right. And other than by name. Yeah, no, and I agree with you. And again, like yeah. I was saying, with wanting to turn the page on the next chapter, that's that was my sentiment. I understand five years after Return of the Jedi, yes, that is before in, uh, Force Awakens. But, you I mean, that's that's my next page. Again, I, I understand that's kind mm -hmm. of going backwards a bit, but again, it's, it's just wanting to continue our favorite stories. Andre, uh, this man like Thrawn <laughs> loop back. You're, you're a saber guy. You uh, well, must have known, uh, right? I, I, I'm uh, leaning on the heretical because even though I understand why Luke came back and he's a fan favorite and I, I appreciate him. I actually was kind of disappointed that it was him. Oh, okay. uh, um, and I, 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 cool. 
<laughs> I, I just wanted something that didn't have a Skywalker fingerprint in it. Um, I, I kind of, you know, when you put Skywalker in there, then you, once again, you're starting to put, you know, f- fan expectations and, and handicapping yourself going, okay, well now we kind of know what Luke kind of was doing during this time period. So now we have our, our expectations are different. No, I too am a Star, a Star Trek fan. Actually, Star Trek was my original fandom. My first, uh, how do we end this call again? Nobody answered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is my one and only appearance on the round table. Um, <laughs> But um, I, I am currently watching the new Star Trek, and I appreciate the fact that they literally jump a thousand years. Um, yeah. that's, that's also why I'm really excited about the High Republic stuff. It's, it's, even though it's backwards in the timeline, it is untapped uh, time period. There's, there's no real um, weights that you have to, or anchors that you have to really hit besides certain basics. You know? So I, you know, when you put brought Luke back in, like I said, and you you traditionally we only have like two or three choices uh, so yes. I, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not saying i didn't i didn't enjoy i didn't fist pump the whole battle the fight scene with the the death troopers i didn't you know i didn't have that moment but at the same time i'm like could we have done something different and and these guys have done beautiful storytelling i i have absolute faith in what they're going to do next because they have yet to disappoint me even though they had a couple of distraction episodes which i when we only have eight i'd rather have more um <laughs> But um, by bringing Luke in, you, you've kind of put our expectations in a certain spot where I don't know if I want to have those expectations. Who would you um, have chosen? I don't know. They're, that's the thing. You, they, didn't, they didn't put any groundwork for any of the other characters. Ezra, Ezra would have been fun because it, it would have been an interesting point if they have Ahsoka and the, and, and the Thrawn stuff pretty mapped out. Because then you just kind of throw that out there. You push Mandalorian back a, a season because then you put Boba in there and then you put Ahsoka in, and then you bring Mando back. But that's you know Andre, fantasy, um, you know. But that but you, could, you and I fantasize about completely different things. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Fair Sorry. enough. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I just I want a broader broader scope of storytelling. And when you bring Luke in, you kind of put our expectations in a, a certain flow of direction. Um, and I I could be wrong. You know, in a year's time, we get together again. You can grab a big rock, smack me in the head with it, because I was wrong. Um, but currently, I'm I'm leaning that way. Okay. But yeah, um, we we don't have other Jedi to choose from. Truthfully. Just just while I got you on on on, on <laughs> the uh, comparison to Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, their 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 saber fighting mm-hmm. abilities. Did that was that? Oh, that was I, exciting. I, I'm, I'm not in the know. And okay. I've had this conversation. I used to have this conversation <laughs> with Steve all the time. I'm like, oh, when Obi-Wan killed Maul at the end of Rebels, that looked familiar. He's like, yeah, of course, Rob. And he goes on and explains it to me. <laughs> yes. So I'm asking you, yes. uh, it was, we seen the side-by-sides mm-hmm. with uh, Rogue One and right. with the Animalory. Is there something us laymans are missing? No, no. It's, they, they obviously took the, their, their cues from the, the Rogue One scene. Mm-hmm. Um, there are those who are speculating on, well, is that dark side stuff? And most of it isn't, in my opinion, um, except for maybe the crushing the the bot at the end. You know, that kind of was a little overkill. Um, that's why they were droids, but, though, right? That's why yes, they made that, that, those that's droids. Why. So, so that it, he wasn't killing. You know, that's kept him in his Jedi, Jedi line. Um, no, the the style is similar. I mean, that's you can. It's it's where you get the difference between like Ahsoka's fighting style, which is very active and physical. Which Rosario did a lot of that, but 
Um, when you look at Obi-Wan, you look at Qui-Gon, you look at Luke, they tend to be very more linear, very straightforward, very, a lot more effortless in the, they're just kind of moseying through right. where, where there's, you know, that's different, the different forms. And I could geek a little bit on that, but it's not necessary. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it, it showed that, that, you know, he got some of that training from Obi-Wan, which same with, uh, Anakin did, um, right. You know, so that kind of there's there are touch points there, um, and so no, it's it, it's 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 the 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 choreography was obviously had both both scenes in mind. Wow. So um, I wouldn't I wouldn't you know go too nuanced on form one versus form three or form five type thing, but um, no, it's it's obviously showing that he's ha- he he's reached master level, you know, his, in his fighting. At least my opinion. Fantastic. Can I throw a, a hot take on top of that? Sure. Sure. So we've seen the shot, of course, Vader in the hallway with a saber ignited versus Luke. Mm. For me, what that scene brought about is that everybody in the galaxy is terrified of anybody with a glowing death stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a it's, rave. It, in Rogue One, it's, we see Vader through the eyes of those hapless guards, mm. right? And they're all screaming for their lives. Vader's walking through and he's chopping them all up <laughs> without even a yeah. sweat. And it's kind of the same thing in Mando where we see Luke's actions through the eyes of Bo-Katan, Mandal- Mand- uh, Din Djarin, mm-hmm. Fe- all the people on the bridge, including Moff Gideon, who's terrified with Luke here. Mm-hmm. And we're watching Luke mow through these dark troopers, which gave our Mandalorian all, all kinds of fits. Mm-hmm. So I don't see it as necessarily a, a tribute like father, like son kind of thing. Here's badass Luke. To me, it's everybody is afraid of Jedi and Sith. So we're, you know, the last five years of Star Wars have done this... Um, graying of things mm-hmm. good and evil that's just a point of view and that's you know all that stuff is mm-hmm. has, has kind of been uh muddied and i think what we got was some of that as well where it's people are afraid of the jedi yeah. they don't understand him they're terrified of he's they're terrified of luke skywalker we're crying i'm crying watching luke my hero mm-hmm. he's back and we're all fist pumping and going crazy because we know luke mm-hmm. but everybody else is terrified of this guy and i think that's a story point that has kind of gone and amidst all the happiness and joy went under the radar. Yeah. And, and also oh, the dog the, the, with the empire saying that Jedi are, are, are trash for the last 20 years in that universe. Mm-hmm. You mean, of course yeah. he's going to be, yeah. he's going to be free. I was, I was probably the only one I thought uh, when I saw the X-Wing, I thought maybe uh, Porkins lived <laughs> and, and boy, was I disappointed. <laughs> oh when I saw man. Uh, Who wouldn't be one tie fighter. What's Oh, it's Porkins. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Rob Williams. Um, and can you keep your uh, your ease commas to under fifty? I I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. No. Uh, so we're talking I, about it. The end of Mandalorian. Like all knocking the... on your door, pushing my religion here. Yes. <laughs> um, the uh, I okay. So first of all, when we were thinking we we're talking about Jedi's. I I can I understand what you're saying, Andre, because I did not think they would actually go there. I didn't yeah. think they would actually go to Luke. It was it was too obvious in my mind. I mean, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I was, I was, I was, I thought it was the best. Um, Kyle Kestis, possibly, uh, if you know, fallen order. Uh, I just thought maybe if you were, for going into that little thing, you can possibly Kyle Kestis there as, as a guy who's not known well, um, but a representative of Luke to pick up, uh, Hey, you've got my message, uh, that sort of mm-hmm. attitude thing. Um, Leia, I was thinking, could that be another one? Uh, it's just, it's just too much. Um, who else? The, I couldn't see, you couldn't have, um, you couldn't have anybody else really. So I really enjoyed it. 
Uh, as for one of the things I noticed, uh, people complaining about the deep fake on this. Um, I, for years, have uh, been watching a puppet Yoda. <laughs> I, I've been for for a couple of years now. I've been watching a puppet Baby Yoda. It's never real to me, but you, we learn to as fans, as as movie watchers, to put that aside. My favorite movie um, next to, next to the Star Wars is Tron Legacy. Oh, definitely. And the the facial stuff they did to um, make him young is not perfect, but I put that aside. It's, it's actually really good. I, 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 I can lose myself into it because it is a digital world. So when I see things like, yeah, it wasn't true to force. There was that uncanny Valley sort of thing, but I put that aside. And uh, if I can put it aside for a puppet baby Yoda and I, I, again, I just, it's not perfect. The baby Yoda is, you know, when it walks, it's there's still a part of me is like, yeah, it's still a puppet, but you put it aside because it's the story and he sells it with a story. So when Luke came back and I was like, no, how are they going to do this? My brain was, was questioning how, how is this Luke? How, and how awesome is this? And, um, it's my favorite. You talked about memes. My favorite one is, um, is that picture of those two kids just with the ad at and the scout Walker just playing toy, playing with toys back in the eighties, just look like they're having the best time of their life. And this is, this is like, um, what was the quote they said? This is um, Favreau and Filoni. Thank you, Favreau and Filoni, <laughs> uh, planning out uh, Star Wars <laughs> world, and it's just these two kids having fun, and this is their sandbox, and I'm loving it. Filoni is the new Lucas, and um, may I say, almost better. You can't say better because it is Lucas's stuff, but he knows how to tell a story, knows humor. Uh, Favreau, I just watched a bit of the Elf um, movies, how it's made. Uh, Christmas, how he's made. Yeah, it's the one. There it is. <laughs> um, he's a great storyteller because he has the heart of Star Wars as a kid. And I mm -hmm. think that's what's fun about this. And sometimes the obvious can work. They've done fan service well. Now, there will be a point, I think, where they will push the boundaries. And that's fine. That's just what happens. You're not going to hit it out of the park every time. But I'm really enjoying this. And I think Luke Skywalker was fantastic. Um, I'm curious to see what will happen. I have a feeling Baby Yoda, I keep calling Baby Yoda, I think Grogu will come back. Uh, mm -hmm. I think we'll have a, we will focus just on Mando for the next little while because of the whole Mando story and the sword and, and everything. But I just, it might be a nice little break to have Grogu go away for a little bit and come back at the end of season three. So. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And also too, with that, with the Dave Filoni takeover as, as like kind of like the, the star, not the showrunner, but the universe runner. I mean, he's with George Lucas. It would be like if Elton John goes on stage and plays a wrong note, people go, Oh, you played that song wrong. You go, it's no, I just rewrote it. It's my song. Right. <laughs> but if I play an Elton John song, it's like, you played a wrong note. It's like, yeah, you got me. So Filoni doesn't, Lucas had that autonomy where it was just like, yeah, that's that uh, prequels or that was weird. Or that first Clone Wars movie. It's like, Hey, it's my song too bad. Like, I'm, I made this. So like John Favreau and Filoni, ha they don't have that get out of jail free card because it's not theirs. You mean, it's almost like they have this, you can call them out on, oh, well, that doesn't quite match that. But Filoni's, it's either him, I know I've seen him in panels live. I think I was talking to my daughter about this the other day, five or six times at various conventions around North America. And I think 
like his his knowledge is just so yeah he, he's the go-to guy like he's the one he's almost like you I mean where were they it's like can we do this like i know his he has a lot of staff and there's a lot of other names i'm not gonna drop but so rob williams you're thinking i i, I also gotta mention filoni must have a tremendous amount of respect in this world this star wars world uh we he talked many years ago a couple years ago about his tr tr tree of trust i think it was yep <laughs> And don't, you know, you're so, so many people are on this tree of trust. The fact, and, and Hamill said this, the fact that Luke was kept a secret, the fact that Grogu, the name Grogu was kept a secret for this long, there must be a lot of respect for those who are in the business to keep their mouth shut, as well as Filoni's ability to keep the cage tight, uh, his, his tree of trust tight, because very few people knew about this. I mean, we had, you know, we had... Um, David Prowse, uh, God bless him, uh, spoiling Luke's uh, parentage. And, uh, but now we have, in the world of digital, of, of social media, this wasn't leaked. And that's an amazing thing. So, Yeah, well, just to reinforce your point there, Rob, uh, in the lead up to Rise of Skywalker, uh, I think there was a Vanity Fair piece and, and Kathleen Kennedy specifically said, actually, I think it was more in promo talking about The Mandalorian, uh, she said that there, there's not a thing they do story-wise that they don't run through Dave Filoni. Nice. So take that, take for that what you will. If they run every single story and every single every single media through Dave Filoni, that's a lot. And whether or not they take his feedback and edit based on his feedback, who knows? But they say they. She said that they run everything through Dave Filoni. Well, she knows. And, she knows better than anybody now. That's like, oh, you can't do that because that's going to contradict this. And we've put this out already under your banner, so you can't. You mean like so? Or he might say, yeah, you can do that. That was in the books. Mark, you've heard of this Luke guy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, George Luke. Thoughts? Is that the one? Thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my mind was blown watching that episode. It was everything I wanted. Rob, you've mentioned a couple of times we're from the O. With the original generation of Star Wars fans, the projected generation. Yes. This is all I've wanted since I was a kid. This is all I wanted to see was Luke after Return of the Jedi. What did he do next? Did he go and become a moisture farmer on Tatooine or did he become this Jedi Knight? And and there's my answer. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that this is the first step between bridging the gap between Jedi and The Force Awakens. And perhaps there's a there's an entire generation of ga of space where they can tell these stories now. And what we've been discussing, Filoni and Favreau, they are a two man George Lucas. You've got one that's so uh, studiously um, steeped in the law of Star Wars. He studied at the feet of George Lucas, and the other one, Favreau, is building the world and building the technology that they can tell these new stories in the way Lucas did in the seventies, building ILM, building everything from the ground up. Favreau's doing that now, creating the space that Filoni can tell the stories in. So they're, they're two men doing the work of one and I have nothing but faith in them. And that last five minutes of the Mandalorian season finale was proof to me that these guys can do it. And it really, it really hit me in the feels watching that guy oh, go. Yeah, for, for sure. And again, it's like, but they did it right. It's not like uh, if you were a child of the eighties and somebody said, 
in 2020, you're going to see a Playboy magazine and it's going to have Dolly Parton in it. You'd be like excited at first, but then you'd be like, oh, wait a second, 2020? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but that's what I mean. And again, you can poo-poo the CGI all you want, but it was cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we have Photoshop now. It's cool. I, I'll happily open that magazine. I'm not, you know, it just, it was, again, yeah, for me, it was like, it was like, I once, Grogu was sitting on that once, uh, Ahsoka said this, you got to go to this temple. He's got to sit on this rock. I'm like, oh, I, I, I know what's happening. I don't know if it was uh, confidence or just hope. Yeah, you know I mean, and again, that's what Star Wars is all about, isn't it? Hope. If that's the 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 thing it leads us to have, you yep. mean, and maybe that's why people get disappointed so much because they do carry a lot of hope. All right, we're gonna try to keep this tight to an hour and with, with such a big round table and we're all podcasters. So we're very all long winded, including myself. <laughs> I'm going to kick it around the horn. This is if by the time you listen to this, it'll be the new year already, but this is literally new year's Eve, um, 2020. So, uh, Kyle 2021, again, we we're not talking about coronavirus. We're not talking about anything like that. It just, Tumbling Saber, what's happening? Um, again, we've already talked about what you're looking forward to on the shows. What's what's 2020, 2021 have in store with Tumbling Saber? Well, we're going to take a little bit of a slow start to it, for sure. Um, I'm starting a new life adventure as we roll into the new year, so I want to make sure that goes right. So Tumbling Saber, for the early part of, of 2021, it'll be not dormant. I, I don't want to use the hiatus word, but we're taking a slow start just to make sure that the actual priorities in life are taken care of before I get back to the podcast table. But once I'm back at it, uh, you know, we're going to be still talking to all the news, all the books, comics, video games. Uh, I thought 2020 was going to be a quiet year across the board. And it turned out to be a, uh, an absolute <laughs> bonanza of news and rumors and stories to talk about. Um, so I'm through, I'm through assuming that 2021 is going to be one way or the other. Uh, I'm just sitting here waiting for the star Wars tidal wave to hit me and i can't wait to to get back at the table at some point and and start breaking it all down and, and get back with the with with the team and and start having some fun again fantastic and also too i have to say as uh, as a side note i uh, guess i am a toronto blue jays fan but nothing would make me happier if and i'm sorry to our tampa bay friends but if the tampa bay rays moved to montreal and the expos and renamed the expos again and oh. we had a division where you had <laughs> oh. the Boston Red Sox, the Baltimore Orioles, the New York Yankees, the Toronto Blue Jays, and Montreal Expos. Would nothing would make me happier? Of course, it's AL so ball, cool. but you mean hey, like I'll take it. I will take. I'll it. take it. Excellent. That's well. That's my <laughs> hope. I know it's not going to happen in 2021, if ever. But oh, that that division just just so baseball. Oh, it's, it's, what, what is this baseball thing? Yeah, you yeah it's, a, it's a sports ball thing. Yeah, it's, it's okay. that's that two a Canadian based podcast so far. Two baseball references, no hockey references. <laughs> got shut out. It just there, there, oh, you, you, did, you, you jinxed oh, it. There was the shut out. And all the, you ruined it. Yeah. There was, oh boy. All right, Andre San Diego Sabres. What do you uh, guys got coming up in the 2021? It's been a real challenge for the club because we haven't been allowed to meet, so it's been creative on trying to figure out what the club is doing and then how that longer sabers i'm assuming podcast um, <laughs> six foot long sabers. Be, 
Two meters. Yeah. So sorry, sorry, yeah. not meters. We're, six we're gonna we're, we're moving to hikes <laughs> instead of sabers. Uh, <laughs> um, so that that and then we've had a complete change of leadership um, with Steve passing, and then Eric and Eric and his wife, which happens to be my daughter, moving to Wyoming, um, and then Robert uh, Robert Chung taking a step back from the leadership. We've we've rebuilt the council, uh, the high council and the council. Um, so that's taken a lot of. Uh, focus on that the, the podcast is trying to figure out um and then you know we kind of just reflect on what we do as a club and then what star wars is doing and we've got some exciting things happening star wars wise but the club we're probably not meeting again until spring summer. i was going to kick out a robert's um take on age when you when yeah like as yeah. uh as you guys were going up the episodes and he tr- and he talked about episode 47, episode 48, and he's such a young little guy. And he, yeah. oh, he is. <laughs> he's funny as heck, though. I do love Robert. So. The, 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 the color of the sky <laughs> in, Robert's, in Robert's world is just, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. I, I love him. He's, he's a dear friend. But yeah, he's, his, his, his rhythm on thing is always yeah. a new take. <laughs> but no, we're excited because um, we, we've been able to transition well, in, I think, into the digital, uh, you know, Zoom and uh, get vocal or even uh, messenger stuff. Recording-wise, it's just you know, finding topics and, and getting everybody together. Everybody, like you mentioned in the last uh, roundtable, everyone's just got a, kind of a fatigue right now. So even getting everybody together to talk is a challenge. So Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, but this is also uh, my good friend, uh, Roman, and I do the Roman podcast every week. It's not Star Wars related or anything like that. And it's adult content. So don't su- subscribe unless you, <laughs> you're ready for it. But we, um, we started doing this live stream thing because we were inspired by what the Rogue Squadron podcast were doing with Cody and, um, and, and, and Mopar. Mm-hmm. And I talked to them, but because we're, we're both not Star Wars, I'm like, how do we do this? I, Cause we're not gonna, we're just like a broadcast. So you guys are too. I, and mm-hmm. I got a lot of information from them. So we did this live streaming and all of a sudden COVID hits and um, I'm getting inundated with like podcasters from everywhere. It's like, how Mm. are you doing this? Because nobody was doing these Mm. live streams. Like there was very few of us and it was just this, we have to do this. How do you not, how do you record when you're not in the same room? How do you, you know, it just, thankfully Roman and I are so lazy that we, even when I was living half an hour down the road, I wouldn't go to his house to do it. You know what I mean? So we, our laziness and our vanity made us, well, we want to do our podcast. We want everybody to see us, but we don't want to work at it. So, I mean, that's, we figured it out. And that's the recipe for a podcast today, Rob. Lazy, equal parts laziness and vanity. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, Rob Williams, Generation X Wing. Or, or even uh, if you can touch on your 504 stuff, once again, once vaccines start happening, obviously that's going to change. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to congratulate Mopar on his new child, by the way. That's awesome. Um, yes. Uh, we, it was funny because last time I was on here, we talked about podcasting and how many Star Wars podcasts there were, and there wasn't a lot of stuff happening. And then all of a sudden, was it a week later? Boom. Yeah. Well, we heard, <laughs> they were listening to you. That's what it is, Rob. They're listening to you, and they just drop all this. And now we're going to see the podcasting world double just with all this sort of stuff. Yes. Um, as for us, uh, I, I have a feeling what I expect now is going to be completely different by the end of 20 and end of 2021. Um, I still, we're still going to have a lot of fun. We're t- going to talk about all this sort of stuff. We're still going to talk about movies and TV shows and stuff. It's just, I, I'm still hoping to get Paul 
Lee from Kim's Convenience on the show. I'm still working that hard. I would love mm-hmm. to talk to him. And it's not just because of his Mandalorian role, but mostly because of his 501st role, which leads me into the Outer Rim Rookie. So hopefully I will be able to get my knee and nun built. Um, waiting for the mask to get done. Um, my buddy... Uh, Terry Chu is working hard on that at Panda Props in costumes, plug. Um, He's also, I'm waiting for, like COVID's delayed my flight suit. And so 2021, my goal is to get that costume completed. And hopefully one day uh, we will actually troop again. We had a meeting just uh, a couple days ago for new recruits to the Outer Rim Garrison of the 501st. And we, it was fun seeing them again. We didn't do it live. Off, or we didn't do it in person, but it was just like, hey, I remember you. I miss this. I miss that. I miss this. We're just sharing stories. And it was, we, I, I only hit 25 troops and I should have done that months ago because it's just, we don't get out. It's all virtual troops now. It's not right. the same. Um, so I want to get out there and hopefully 2021, I will see that. So that's for, for podcasting. I enjoy doing the the videos. I enjoy podcasting with my three other friends, Jamie and Neil and Steve, and who knows what it's going to be like in 2021. I'm just, Jamie has taught me to drop my expectations and just kind of go with things. And that's, what's going to happen. Just six years. We're selling our podcast celebrating six years in January. So, it's, it is it's amazing. I forget, well, thanks. I'm so it's it's hard. I said this like on, like on our hundredth episode. It's really hard to keep this going, and because as Kyle was saying, life has things in the way. Uh, we have you have life comes first. You know, you have your job, you have your your family, whatever. So to do this every week, like the nerd room does, I don't know how they do it, man. Those dudes have no life. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the Tim. You have no yeah. life. Instead, <laughs> subtitle under there. Carlos, under you have a great there. life. All I'm right. not going to make fun of you. So, you're the goddamn bad. Uh, Mark Godsif. Mark Godsif. Um, yeah. What do you got? I, again, I'm not going to say anything, but I, I, you know, I don't want to spew information that can't be said. So you just you got you got stuff coming. You got irons in the in the fire. There's some stuff uh, coming. But I can. Can we expect anything in 2021, 2021 or, or, or announcements? Um, in the coming year? Uh, <laughs> Everybody, this is terrible podcast. Yeah. Everybody's like, okay, just say it. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, I can't, no. yeah. I, yeah no. At the moment, I don't know anything. So uh, okay. I've spent this year working on something. Yep. Not alone with a couple of creative friends and um, working very hard. And we're waiting for other people at the moment to give us some feedback. So I can't really discuss what that's nope. about. Nope. And DeLorean season three. It's very exciting. Yeah. The Mark DeLorean. Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah. In terms of podcasts and I'm going to try and stay on the wagon, but I am open to uh, doing this more often, Rob, if you need, if you Absolutely. need a, a mic filled. Um, yeah. I'm trying to spare myself the work that goes into doing what you chaps do. All the time because I know how that feels. It, it, it is something, isn't it? So um, I, while I have you on the mic, I'm going to go around the horn real quick uh, so people can tell us where to find you. Um, I know your social media presence is is not what it used to be. And, no, there is but, a uh, is there there is a Twitter account, and I suppose this is going to okay. go out to our um, to our close sort of yeah. community, isn't it? Really. So I'm SW yes. Vintage Toy on Twitter, and it's mainly just me sort of nerding out over vintage Star Wars action figures, which, as we've discussed, Rob, is yes. your fault. 
Yeah, apparently. I went yeah. from, um, I went from or, having nothing to having a full-on addiction after spending a weekend with you in Orlando. So, <laughs> yeah, and he's talking about collecting toys, not anything. Oh, and else. the toys as well. Not, yeah, not not <laughs> drugs or women or anything. No, no, we don't. We no, no, no. We're not. And if you look over, yeah, people watching live stream, if you look over my left shoulder, you'll see. Remember when I just wanted Bespin Luke? Yeah. Well, I finished my New Hope run, and basically, it's all loose characters uh three and three quarter characters with original accessories or weapons that's my bar they can't be they can be enjoyed but not like completely all the paint taken off them they have to you have to recognize what figure it is and they have to have their original weapon and their original accessories so i finished my new hope my empire and then i'm a little bit way into my uh return of the jedi mm. do you want to see basically if i just move slightly rob yeah 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 Oh, that's a lot more than what you had. You, you did that. I paid for that. It needs to be said, but you did that. Wow, that 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 flight to Orlando was really expensive. Yeah, it was. And uh, I don't know who knows the story. Probably not many people. It was a very long time ago. But when I was in Orlando with Robin, he was trying to get this best bin look. I said, "Do you think I should? I really want to buy like just a cup, maybe." Just the droids, just a couple of, and he said, "Yeah, you wanted three PO and, and R two, yeah, and then maybe maybe a farm boy Luke." Yes, mate. You see, was- you could already see me starting down that slippery slope, and I said, <laughs> "I said to him, All right, I think I might do. I, I need to just check with Lisa, my wife. I need to just check before I do anything, thinking <laughs> she's going to say no and shut it down straight away." So I got home and I video called her and I said, "Look, Rob's got me onto this. Thing. He wants me to buy some." She said, "Yeah, do it." Oh God, I couldn't get. <laughs> no one would support me. And suddenly, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Enablers. I've come to the realization in this podcasting thing or you know, this, this friendly neighborhood that we've built. If you ask people, should I spend my money on this? 100% of the time, they yes. will say yes. yes. And then they'll show you they how to do it. Don't even ask them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Um, Kyle, where can the good people find you and your show and all the other good stuff? Uh, you can come join us in our closed Facebook group. The Tumbling Saber Facebook group is always a good time. Uh, otherwise, you can find me on Twitter. That's Those are the two best places to find uh, myself and the podcast. Fantastic. Andre? Uh, you can find me. My Twitter account is podcast underscore SDS because all the other iterations of that wasn't available. <laughs> uh, and then uh, to find about the club and the podcast, uh, sandigosabers.life. Excellent. Uh, Rob, Jerry, I just subscribed to your place, uh, uh Star Wars Vintage Toy Collector, YouTube. Oh, I thought you were going to say Kyle. No, no, Mark's, Mark's page, so. <laughs> no, but nobody subscribes to Kyle, me. Kyle who? Um, yeah, for me, uh, Generation X-Wing, uh, we are on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have our YouTube channel where you can find the Outer Rim Rookie show, uh, where I'm building my knee and nun costume, nine and nun costume, call it whatever you want. Um, also, we have other stuff there, like vlogs and uh Instagram, Outer Rim Rookie, Instagram, Generation X-Wing. I'm all over the place with this one. So um, hopefully a lot of fun. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Get the channel put up. Uh, get the channel known a little bit more. I have a cardboard 100 subs I made for myself for YouTube. One day I'd like to work to maybe actually getting a real one, but that'd be nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic all right you can find myself i am at robert mm cast on twitter and instagram uh if you're on instagram or uh, and you use the hashtag rob hashtag robs r2 you'll see I, I it's been dormant for a long time but when we were allowed to go outside i and i finished my r2 last november so i had like a month or two where i took them out and uh if people take pictures with them i always just say hey use 
if you're going to post on social media, use hashtag Rob Zartu and you can see his adventures. Um, please don't poo-poo my hashtag because, it, it, you know, it, I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, if you want to see my R2, you can go to that uh, hashtag mm, Rob Zartu. There it is. The, uh, yeah, there's my R2. Yeah, yeah. He's just up. He lives upstairs. The, um, where else can you find me? Oh, yeah. Uh, Roman Podcast. It's a weekly show. It's not Star Wars. It is not for kids. But it's if you're into a laugh, hey. Check it out. Uh, you can check out episode 249. Not sure when this is going to drop, but 249 is our greatest hits, volume five, believe it or not. I take clips from every episode throughout the year and in between Christmas and New Year's, this during this time, so I don't have to podcast. Well, I don't, I'm podcasting now. I don't have to podcast with Roman. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we get a break from each other. We put on our clip show and it's, uh, it's censored. That The greatest hits shows, volumes one through five you have to look them up they're the censored ones but please still do not listen to them with kids in the car they're suggestive just because the words are bleeped doesn't mean uh, you know anyway my, my six-year-old still talks about punching lasagna and he won't stop <laughs> <laughs> there's a deep cut yeah, from roman that is a very deep cut <laughs> i think i'm having lasagna tonight actually i just anyway <laughs> Um, so yeah, check that out. That's every Wednesday. And again, for all the other good stuff. And remember, I implore you, this is going out on Talk Star Wars. Rob Wade and I, we are very much still a couple. We're just seeing other people. Um, I, I, no, all joking aside, no, we're, we're still, there's no falling out. There's no nothing. It just, we're, we're taking this show on its own little side direction. So uh, we're going to be releasing simultaneously on Talk Star Wars and under the Star Wars Commonwealth Plus podcast um own feed but eventually that simultaneous uh releases will will end so if you if you love the show or if you like the show or if you're just you're okay about the show it doesn't matter uh subscribe to us on all the places spotify apple google wherever you want to find us we're we're out there um so until next time Gentlemen, thank, thank you, you so much. This is great. Uh Mark thank you. God, if you only got a few more hours before you got to start kissing your wife or or somebody, or Poppy, or whatever. I don't know how you ring in the new or year. Both. Why either or? or both. both. <laughs> yeah, six, six hours and counting. Six hours and counting. So let us know. Uh, you're the you're the first one of us to get out of this. Yeah, I've already year. checked with Matt, and nothing nothing terrible happens because obviously he's Matt from Australia. From Australia yeah, he's in the future. <laughs> yeah, I told him. I've checked with I told him too. Him no, I told him no spoilers, but he said everything's no everything's fine. So. Everything's fine. That's fantastic. Yeah. So uh, again, for, for Mark and Rob and Andre and Kyle, I'm Rob Casta. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining us uh, this uh, New Year's Eve and all the best for uh, 2021. See you later.